This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This thing's on. Are you ready, Josh? I'm ready, Ken. Hey, it's the afternoons with Josh and Ken. We're back talking about a lot of things. You kind of went Pittsburgh a little bit. Did I go Pittsburgh? You went a little Pittsburgh there, man. I wish I ex- exactly knew what Pittsburgh was. You've explained it to him many, uh, many times. The I just problem don't know. Is, it's hard to start with a word like talk, talk. because talk? you're going to want to go into talk like it's uh, talk. like Brooklyn or Bronx or Brooklyn's New York. Brooklyn's the go-to. Like talk, talk. talk but talk. like if you're, if you're hanging out with a Pittsburgh, you're talk. Like you talk, talk. it's talk. It, yeah, it's like a harder, wow. it's a hard AL. I never grew yeah. up thinking Pittsburgh had an accent, but you have changed my mind. You better believe that. it. They let me do my Pittsburgh accent on the WGN uh, movies <laughs> for America, and my co-host was like, "They don't talk like that." I was like, "Oh, oh, they do. They talk." Like well, that. yeah. Then I go, so then I go to your wedding, and sixty yeah. percent of the attendees were from Pittsburgh, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, there's definitely an accent." Uh huh. Yeah, and they yeah, definitely yeah. love their Pittsburgh sports. <laughs> oh yeah. And we're yeah, gonna talk exactly. about that a bit here today, but we yeah. want to start with news of the world. Josh, have you been following this thing with Mark Zuckerberg, Lex Luthor himself? <sighs> yeah, really and truly, he is Lex Luthor. I never yeah. even thought about like that. I, mean, I guess you need a, a brain that hits another plane like yours, Ken. <laughs> I don't, um, but yes. He, Someone else wrote it and I took it. You know, in the movie, in mm-hmm. face in the Facebook movie, yeah. the, how they portray him makes total sense to me. Yes. I mean, that's, that's who he is. He's just... And then you watch something like a Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. And not to bring up T.J. Miller, who had a right. fake yeah. bomb threat. <laughs> good job there. That's a solid uh, idea. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I thought he was we, anyway, We've all but, talked about yeah. doing a fake bomb threat as a joke to get friends out of work <laughs> on like a Friday happy hour. Look, but we've never done it. Look, man, side note, side note. I had an ex-employee. I okay. worked in the security business as a joke, called into our office on the way to the work at 6 in the morning and, and said it was, it was a bomb in the mall, thinking that the guy who answered the phone, Nick, knew that it was Eddie. <laughs> and Nick didn't know, and all my guys did what they were supposed to do. So I show up Four, to work, get a call. Five. Police are there, and we didn't know. And then four months later, Eddie comes to my office and sits down and goes, uh, "Remember that? That was me." So I was like, "Did you tell anybody?" He goes, "Well, the FBI called me, so I think they know. They, they traced. They found. The they call. traced the number. They the so we had to fire him. The poor yeah. kid. He was a good kid. He goes, I really." I th- was messing around with Nick, and Nick didn't hear it was me. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, TJ, good job. Yeah, way to go. Anyways, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg on trial. Well, here's the, th- here's the thing. You and I both are not fans of of Facebook. I yeah. am. I am definitely more of an Instagram, Twitter guy. Even though I know okay. Facebook owns. Instagram and when yeah, Facebook yeah. came in and owned and bought Instagram, they ruined the whole thing because they took the feed from being chronological to yes. being the most clicked on things. And now yep. I, all I get is a picture from two days ago of a friend doing something, and I'll text him and be like, "Yo, I didn't know you were by my place. You look me up." He's like, "I was there Wednesday." <laughs> yeah, what are you right? doing? They ruined the whole thing. Yeah. I never go on Facebook anymore, mostly right. because what I hate about Facebook is that. 
Mm. If you accept somebody's friend's friend request, yeah. you see all of their updates all the time. Right. Instead of they can just follow you on an Instagram or something like that. Right. So my feed is clogged with people that I have no idea who they are, thanks to Schmodown yes. or Collider or whatever. Yep. Yep. And th- there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't know who these people are, yeah. and I don't know a- a- about their life. So I. It was go back to the beginning of Facebook, and I yes. was there when it was still just a college thing. So yeah. was, uh, my, my gr- first year of Facebook was when I was still in college. Oh, okay, so my girlfriend at the time was in college, and okay. I got invited in 2006. I was like, "This is stupid. I want to go back yeah. to MySpace." Right, right. And now we I had a theme song when you clicked yeah, on my MySpace. We had it, but here's the thing. Stop, here's stop. the thing. We make fun of Tom and MySpace, and yeah, it was outdated and it got a little weird. But there was something more uh, about that uh, about MySpace that I liked a little bit more. Yes, the closer knit community, people that you knew, you could blog easier, all these kind of things. One hundred percent. I, I love the blog aspect. When a blog, I used to write MySpace. every week. When I got to Facebook, it was like notes. I got to put it in notes, and yeah. no one's going to see it. So yeah. I still use Facebook. It's still a place to put all my pictures. Yes, and keep track of some family members, but. No, yeah. Other I, than that, I've not heard, much. I was talking to, I, I don't want to throw a name, but a, a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. and he said that he went in and deleted, you know, upwards of 2,000 people from his Facebook because he just didn't know anybody on his Facebook anymore. Let me check if I'm still friends with Mark Ellis. And, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and it makes sense. And then, you know, I, I started a fan page, but I never updated. And I right. have the Josh McCuga show page, which I'll yeah. throw videos on and stuff like that. And that's fine. But I rarely go on Facebook anymore. So if I don't follow you on Instagram, I may not know what's going on yeah. with your life because if you're like, hey, post it on Facebook, I'm never going to see it. Right. I'm never going to see it because the algorithm has totally screwed us all. Yep. I had some old friends from my old job, the old security job, yeah. write me. Uh, you know, hey man, you never respond to my Facebook stuff. I post funny stuff on my page. Now that's debatable. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I don't Burn. don't go on Facebook. No, nope. I, I have. Why to, would you? I I claim territories. Like yeah. Ken Napsok is the official Facebook page. It's my only blue check mark in life. Okay. Right, I hold on to that. Napsok files, uh, Casterly Talk, this show I'm developing, I'm trying to get out there, and and that's a good example because ta- Casterly Talk's a show not in production now, but uh-huh. I want like I have that name. It's out there. Yeah. That's what I use it for. No, I and I, I listen. I get it. Um, uh, there was I saw a funny sketch about you know people acting as their social medias in real life, and so, and Facebook has honestly become that kind of site of for moms a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. and it, but it also what what happened with Facebook is it got so busy. Mm-hmm. When you look at a Facebook page, it is so busy. That's the one nice thing about Twitter that they haven't done. Yeah. It's still just a scrolling Scroll feed, thing. and there's maybe a video on the side, and there's right. still your trending hashtags. It's a very simple social media and i yeah. really like it Same uh, instagram yeah instagram too but then when facebook came and they ruined the whole instagram yeah. algorithm it's kind of screwed it up and i saw a funny meme on instagram that said if fa- if instagram changed today what would you want it to be back and it said uh chronological timeline and then it was like if instagram really fixed one thing what would it be and they were like chronological timeline and then and then instagram applies with like a thought bubble of I guess we'll never know, right? Because <laughs> that's all we want. It's just the yeah. chronological, the chronological feed. Yeah, and uh, I think but LinkedIn has it. Yeah, LinkedIn's got it. But back to Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg. I think Zuckerberg ruins a lot of good things, mm-hmm. right? I think yeah. that that he has ruined a ton of fun things. Like Facebook used to be fun. It did now it's just a place where I think that I want a pair of pants, and then all of a sudden the next day <laughs> that pair of pants is advertised to me on Facebook. Yes. There is nothing on Facebook. You can't even post YouTube links and people see them. You have to upload the actual videos, uh, which has killed the Josh McCuga show uh, at a certain yeah. extent, as far as Facebook views as far as go. Facebook goes, yeah. Because if you post a YouTube link because Facebook doesn't own Google and Google owns YouTube, yeah. then they're going to bury a YouTube link. You have to upload direct to Facebook. The Facebook player is not the best. Right. No. And then he goes and he sells all of our stuff to Russia? Yes. And I'm Russian and I don't know if I like that. <laughs> 
Now, where I, is our data going? I at one point I think my phone number was on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, and that that stuff's kind of weird. So here, so here's I look at this in different ways. In general, and I'll okay. say in general, I'm never worried about the NSA listening to me, my information being shared because I don't feel uh, I don't feel I'm too guilty worried. About it. I don't feel guilty or too worried about it, and I believe in some some form of national offense. But sure. that said. There was, without a doubt, something malicious to this angle of a big company going, we got you. 100%. Because I'm not worried about what Russia's going to do to me here, other than maybe mess with elections. But I am I'm more worried about who's got my information yes. in my town. Right, right. You know, that's where it starts to and, unravel. And why me. do they want it? What do they want it for? What are they going to yeah. do with it? Yeah. What is, is the hack eminent where I now have to change my bank account Passwords again, right? Have they already hacked my bank account? But there's not enough money in them for that in there to care. I mean, that's definitely me now, especially right. post collider. They're just like, <laughs> nah, move along, move along. Nothing to see here. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Oh, <laughs> he is actually trying to deposit uh, Star Wars action figures into his bank account, uh, sir. They don't fit in the ATM slot. Oh, that'd be Please a great idea if I could do that. There. Yeah. Will you accept a sand trooper from the Power <laughs> of the Force line? You're basically you're basically Ron Swanson. How he thought that the gold was all that you really needed and yeah. that uh, we would eventually revert back to a system of bartering. I think that's a great idea. Hey, listen, I would trade a lot of stuff in my house for some of the stuff you have on your shelf right here. So. I, you know, I have a, I don't want to name drop him cause he's wildly successful now mm-hmm. on, on uh, the, uh, on the uh, Twitch world and the social okay. media world. Right. Voice over again. I was, we were in the grocery store one time together and we were trying to get some stuff for like an event. And he was like on the phone with like a family member. And he's like, yeah, well look, money's, money's great. But I think at some point the way the world's going, we're going to be a situation where it's going to be goods. And what do you have that you can trade for other goods? And I was like, we're going, what? When? What is this? I'm, do you know something? (laughs) Unless power of the force figures mean something to somebody, I'm done. Do you want an abstract painting of Bo Jackson? Because I've got one, Ken. <laughs> uh, I'd be I, happy to buy I respect people's opinions and theories and sure. conspiracy theories, but that was a, that was a weird one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways, all that to say, this has been kind of fascinating watching someone being taken down. I don't always like that, but it's I will say, yeah. if they shut down Facebook today, mm. there was enough social media out there right. that I would be totally happy. And I think there's a lot yeah. of people out there that would be fine if their Facebook went away. It would... It you might know, ruin a bunch of, like, bikini bloggers. <laughs> yeah, there might be that. Um, it, well, it's like, remember, you know, when Friendster left your life. Right. Remember when MySpace... I could not imagine not being on MySpace. Yeah. I was never a Friendster guy. I, I got... MySpace was my first social media. Friendster was my first. Yeah. Uh, my friend Melinda Hill well, sent Facebook me Facebook in college and then Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was you know, a couple years older than you. A little yeah. more gray. Well, actually, we had about the same gray. I have less hair, though. <sighs> Thanks, Internet, for constantly reminding me of that. <laughs> nice uh, avatar for your Twitch emote. Too much hair. <laughs> Actually got that. <laughs> I got that tweet the other day. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'm great. Make, yeah. Great. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it'd be like that Simpsons episode where all the uh, like electricity goes out and the kids have to go outside and play in the sun and they all right. kind of like come awake again. Yes. That's a great episode. Yeah. It's a really funny right. and, episode. And look, I'm not one of those get rid of social media people. It's, no. been, it's why I have a career. It's why I'm, I'm just able saying to, Facebook. Facebook in, itself. Could go yeah. away. Maybe come back reworked again. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a lot of people that work there, so there'd be a lot of people whose jobs yeah. would be affected. And I don't want to I don't want to wish poorly on anybody, but I think it should be a lesson learned. Lesson I think it should be a lesson indeed. learned from this. Go back to chronological feeds. Like chronological <laughs> feeds, and when I go to the Converse website to just check things out, I don't want every ad on Facebook for yes. the next week to be Converse. Yeah. There was again another funny thing I saw posted. It was a girl saying so I went on Facebook and then I went on Amazon and I bought a toilet seat and mm-hmm. now 
Facebook recommends as many toilet seat companies as possible, and so does Amazon. Hey, Amazon, I have one toilet and only need for one One toilet seat. A seat. A seat. So that's the news of the world, man. Facebook, we'll see what happens there. What do you guys think? Let us know here in the afternoons of Josh and Ken. Uh, Will we be in a Facebookless world shortly? Will Zuckerberg end up in jail? I don't know. I think it's just a principal's office talking to right now. We'll see. I would love to know what my grandpa would think of the line that you just said, a Facebookless world. He's like, what are you guys looking at? Faces and books now? <laughs> faces? What? In my day, books just had pages in it. Words. Um, words. Pages. Words. There was a, an occasional drawing with a pencil. I was looking at Facebooks. Oh, good old pencil drawing books. <laughs> Indeed. News of the world. Now, Josh, let's take a look at the world of sports, a okay. segment we call The Sidelines. <laughs> That's my whistle. I love that. That was a good whistle. A referee whistle. <laughs> you, uh, you're more of a football guy over baseball, yes, right? Definitely. I would go football, hockey, mm-hmm. college football. Wow. Then baseball. I can't understand that list, but at the point is, it's your <laughs> list. Baseball's my first love. And I found, I, uh, interesting enough, about three or four years ago, I stopped watching. Really? Not for any reason. Not for any okay. like foot in the line in the we sand. We used to get in some funny Twitter battles Twitter over. Battles. Over me making fun of baseball. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's yeah. true. You are, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I bring up painful memories there uh-huh. now. But I found it interesting. The World Series last year kind of brought me back. Okay. I got MLB, the show uh, 18 or whatever it is on uh, the PlayStation there. And okay. I've been playing that. And then my have been fa- twitching it? I've been streaming it. Nice. Uh, though it's weird. I've been having a lot of fun streaming my video games because okay. I don't get frustrated. But I get angry. Yeah. I hide a lot of my video game rage. Okay. I don't rage quit. But base, the baseball one, I've lost my last two games against the Orioles. I'm playing the Yankees in my franchise Ooh. mode. Lost a 16-inning game oh. on a Giancarlo Stanton air, and then lost a 10-inning game on a running mistake. Whoa. And I was glad I wasn't streaming. What's what's a full game of the of – I mean, is it a full day? Is it a four-hour day? If you're no, it's about – you can get through uh, in about 45 minutes to 50 minutes. Oh. But they have a mode now, and they may have added it the last couple of years. Last time I got – a show game was 2009. Oh, wow. Uh, where you can do quick play and you can kind of go through, manage it on a different screen, pitch by pitch or okay. batter by batter, and then you can jump in the game when you want. Okay. And that cuts it down. And got, it, there. got it. Got but it. But I've been, I've been re-falling in love with baseball ah. and which, and kind of in a weird way, re-falling in love with professional sports. It's, you know, what's great about that, Ken, is you fit right into the baseball demographic. I, what, it's men aged 35 to 60 that still really like the sport. That's true. You have never left the that's demographic. True. You're never going to go anywhere you're the guy protesting outside dodger stadium like bring back my baseball that guy that with the with the plastic sign I about am. hs sportsnet or whatever yeah. is sportsnet la yeah. that screwed you out of your games oh my dodger games yeah, yeah. i'm a yankee fan but yeah i was upset there yeah you're absolutely right you're absolutely right because yeah. on the one because they're they're trying all these rules to speed up the game now which is just silly they're just like yeah. uh you can only go to the pitcher's mound five times during the game total and all this guy there's a pitching clock and like you're so you're like well that sounds that great sounds amazing and i'm like no no, baseball has no it. clock. <laughs> it's only innings. You only have outs to count down. Don't limit anything. People that don't know sports, put clocks in their games. It's men that don't yeah. need clocks that like pure sports. Baseball has its own clock. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. But regardless, I found just, uh, I don't know, I got away from sports for a while. And I don't. I love football. Um, Miami Dolphin fan. That makes it hard to watch football regularly. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's because I, I, I got so steeped and, and buried myself in the geek culture the last couple of years because yeah. it became my career. And I've always been a geek. Always been a nerd. Back when that meant something, you know. 
So were you though? I was. Oh, I was a nerd. I was a nerd. Okay. Oh, right. in, in elementary school. Okay. Yeah, I was because it was like you like Star Wars, nerd. Okay. No girl's gonna ever want to touch you. Like I, mean, I had all that stuff yelled at me. I would never have considered myself a nerd per se, but I did like Star Wars. Well, all my buddies like Star but Wars. Did you announce it? No. See. That was the difference in the 80s. I didn't have a shirt that said it. Yeah, didn't have a shirt. And I had my Emperor Vader Luke iron on green shirt decal shirt, man. I was, uh, I get, uh, I paid the price for that. But um, it's been nice to kind of come back because I think sports are great. I think you can learn a lot from sports. I think the nice thing about sports is that it is the common bond between the nerd world and the jock world because nerds can like sports. Go ahead. They can. Yeah, I always said this. And my friend Tim Powers, the first to really drill it into my head, it's the same muscle. Yeah. Do you do you like rooting for Batman? Do you like rooting for Derek Jeter? They're the same. They're mythical figures. <laughs> You'll never be or meet in your real life. And I think, yeah, I think that you would be just as starstruck <laughs> if a real life Batman <laughs> yeah. or Derek Jeter came to your front door. Yeah. You're like, what the hell is this guy? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's the same muscle. You, you're rooting for people in uniforms and laundry you like. Yeah. You know? Yes. 100%. Doing things you can't do. Have you ever even taken a pitch at like 85? I've, I've gone to a batting cage at about 70. Okay. And that's, I would make contact after about the 10th swing. I could like put it foul. out and try and bunt it. Yeah. It would foul. It would, I would foul it off. I've, 60, I could get down. Yeah. And then you see uh, this pitcher's, you know, Aroldis Chapman throwing eight, 105. Yeah, which is insanity. <sighs> and this Otani guy is hitting home runs yeah. and, and throwing strikeouts. Almost a that. perfect game. I can't do that. I remember we were in the hotel lobby of the Ritz-Carlton in yeah. Philadelphia, and David Wells was sitting there, the classic Big David pitcher, Wells. pitcher David Blue Wells. Blue Jays, Yankees. Loved it. And I had my little five-month-old niece at the time. She's now eight years old. Um, I had her in my arms, and I was like, hey, David Wells, would you take a picture with my niece? And he's like, no problem. He just, like, grabbed her with one hand <laughs> and was like, and just held her like this. And, and she was like, ah. I had her with, like, in my two arms, basically. David Wells had he's hands. Palming your niece. Palming my niece. Uh, and I, when you meet professional athletes, especially football players, yeah, especially yeah. basketball players, but may, even major leaguers, they they are just genetically different from us. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, maybe like a Jacoby Ellsbury or right, right, right. somebody like that who's like but five he, seven, who but is still yeah. a freak. Yeah, no, it's, they're still doing things we can't do, and that's kind of the the old Jim Rome thing. It's like, yeah. well, of course they're going to get five million a year because they can hit a baseball five hundred feet. You right. cannot. There's a demand for someone who can. Correct. So I, I've never had a big problem with the money because it's a billion dollar industry. You know, when I you and I appear on these shows, sure. Uh, you know, talking nerd stuff and movies, we expect uh, I some expect money. some of the money that yeah. you're generating uh, off us. of us. That's yeah. how it works. And if you're generating billions, a uh, million's not a bad percentage. <laughs> 100%, dude. There's, <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me that there's 10 people in this world right. that can throw a football right. into the hands of a receiver and win football games 90% of the time. Right. And yeah. make the playoffs and win Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, there, you can't even, the, if Tom Brady went out, you know, I yes. looked, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo did things last year. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Even the fourth pitcher in the rotation isn't Clayton Kershaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. Like just to 3. get... 3.5 ERA, whatever. Get, yeah, get to the major leagues as a utility infielder. Right. You're, you're leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else around you. A bullpen catcher, yes. for Christ's sake, is yes. better than anything I'll ever do uh, sports-wise. Yeah, I've, I used to be a catcher in Little League, yeah. but I can't imagine catching like a 95-mile-per-hour fastball 
with a batter in front of you swinging. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. A lot. Like okay 150 times, over 162 times a year. Yeah. Multiply that times that. I'm not a mathematician, but it's I'm a lot. Not. I think that's like $50,000. <laughs> when I was in sixth grade, I thought I'd be a baseball player. So I wrote a little story for like creative writing. And it was like, you know, my first season with the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Keith Hernandez wrote a book after the 85 season with the Mets. And then Gary okay. Carter, my favorite player, wrote a book after the 86 season. So this is about 87, 88. That's, that's, those and, are two New York Times bestsellers yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. And it was good. Gary Carter wrote a sequel too, the late Gary Carter. Oh, man. Um, Legend. So I wrote my version of it okay. and a dot and a, the dot matrix printer. <laughs> and in it, like, it was like, I signed with the Yankees today, a four year contract worth $50,000. <laughs> I was like 11. <laughs> it was like, that's a lot of money. If you break that down to a game, that's like $220 a game, maybe less. Uh, if you like, take out taxes. Yeah. It's like if you're yeah. a pop culture uh, commentator <laughs> on a web show, that's like, that's what I, I pre- was predict- predicting my future money wise. <laughs> Just not <laughs> grow wise. Hey, how uh, much is uh, knapsack worth? Oh, uh, but you know, about 150 bucks, 220 bucks. Yeah. It was like the unemployment version of Major League right. Baseball. Well, he went 0 for 13 in his first two games in the bigs. <laughs> they, were, they were long games, seven, 0 for 7, 0 for 6. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. You know, the nice thing is that baseball is kind of cyclical at times. Yeah. And maybe the last, you know, three or four years, it's kind of been super starless. And now yep. there's two of them. Yeah. That people venture out to see. Yeah. You know, maybe the, the last kind of superstars that you really went to see. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you bought a ticket, you really had to time your time to see a Clayton Kershaw or something like that. Right. Pitcher right. Pitches, yeah. Whatever. Now you've got Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton on the same team. Same team. That are hitting balls miles. You've yeah. got this Otani guy in California. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of talent in the league right now that are stars. That are stars. And that's... I, I've never really been a huge Rick Riley fan. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was good, mm-hmm. but I thought his, his articles and like his stuff got really repeatable. Yeah, sure. Repetitive. So, but he made this point about, you know, when Tiger had his dominance in golf of, well, the last couple of years, only a few golfers have won, uh, you know, there's yeah. been no dominance and that's boring. And right. that's true. Having a dominant star in the game, i.e. LeBron James, i.e. Michael Jordan, the biggest times of those leagues mm. are when a star dominates and you either have the people that love him or right. the people that hate him. There's nobody in between going like, I don't mind LeBron James. Right. Right. Yeah. I like, I like yeah. Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. Right. Brett Favre's all right. Yeah, I like Brett Favre. He plays. He still plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind Tom Brady. You either love Tom Brady oh, yeah. or you effing hate him. Or you begrudgingly respect him yeah. like me but want him to <laughs> break his hand, yes. I mean, you either love Pete Weber Jr. or you hate him. Yeah, There's absolutely. a bowling <laughs> reference, kids. There's a bowling <laughs> reference. Uh, what's interesting about sports is I grew up in Central Coast of California, which yep. means if you like a baseball fan like me, you had two choices, Giants or Dodgers. So I chose Yankees. Okay. Uh, that's uh, It came to it because I played on a softball team in fourth grade in my school lunch recess league. It was Yankees. I was like, oh, I think I'll like this team. Okay. And I became a Miami Dolphin fan because when they, yeah, when they played the 49ers in 84, 85 Super Bowl, yeah. everyone in my school was rooting for the 49ers. I was like, I'll root for Clear. the Dolphins, right? Yes. So I become a California born New York Yankee Miami Dolphin fan. I never, confusing. Stepped, never set foot in the city of Miami. Okay. And really? until 2015, I'd never been to New York. Wow. And people would be like, wow. Wait, was I there the first time you went to New York? Uh, no, Screen Junkies with Dan Murrow. Oh, got it, got it, got uh, it. Took me like, around town, Hal Rudnick uh, and I. We had a great time. And then you guys, the next year, we had a great yeah, time with you guys, amazing. too. Great times. And I love it, and I love it, and I love it. So, But I, I didn't grow up with this concept because mm-hmm. my family, my dad wasn't a big sports fan. My mom, not a sports fan. So no one said, hey, son, I was a, 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 a Mariners fan growing up. It's time to become a Mariners fan. Right, right. You, though, grew up in Pittsburgh where it's infused into your water there and isn't. put into your blood. Uh-huh. How was that? I mean, there's more guys with Steelers tattoos 
or penguins tattoos or just black and gold. They put that Pittsburgh, that pirate P on their arm or they have, you know, those tattoos you see where it looks like somebody took a claw and ripped open your skin. And instead of blood, it's like the colors of your teams (laughs) or like the American flag. Like I bleed red, white and blue or I bleed black and gold. I don't know how many tattoos I've seen like that. I have a buddy from from high school who got the um, uh, Lombardi trophy tattooed on his back. Wow. And then has enough room to go around it. He's got the six Super Bowl logos tattooed around the trophy. Oh, on his back. Wow. On his back. I mean, it is a work of art, all for the Steelers. I mean, Ken, I would imagine yeah. that's somewhere around four to $5,000 worth of tattooing. Yeah. And that's, on, a, on a man's back. And then again, I, I, mean, like, I don't have any tat simply because I can't commit to any ideal for long enough to, uh, to want to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a tattoo parlor t- uh, like five or six times when I lived in Rome because I was going to get the SPQR, the, the mark of the legion that yes. Russell Crowe has in Gladiator. I'd go in there drunk once a month and just be like, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it this time. Do-. Nope. That never nope. went through it. It couldn't. Like he'd fire up that needle. Like, ah, you know what? No, you know what, man? We're good. I thought about it. We're good. Uh, my bad. Yeah, and people are always like, Ken, you look Star Wars. Do you have like the Rebel and Imperial insignia? I'm like, uh, you know, we'll see after the next movie. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. I'm going to get a, a solo uh, a Star Wars story tattooed on me. And they're like, that's the worst one. I'm like, oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah, uh, um, when did you first realize you had to be a Steelers fan? When I, I bought a Bo Jackson um, or I got a Bo Jackson. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, remember the Riddell outfits where you got yep. the Jersey and the pants and the helmet. And it was that plastic. I was probably six, five years old, yep. maybe yep. even younger right. or whatever. Cause okay. So Bo Jackson, uh, joins the Raiders in 86. So I was four. Shit, it was well, four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my mom gets me one of those Riddell packs with everything Bo Jackson. And my dad, it came out of the package on Christmas morning. And I can still remember looking at it. And I have a weirdly good memory, man. Like I have yeah. a photographically weird memory. Uh, um, and I, I always, whenever I say that, I always sound cocky, and I hate that. But like, <laughs> I, I have rem- a photographic, photographic. No, but I remember these weird things, right, right? When I was very young, and and I can expand on them. But I remember seeing there Christmas morning, going, oh, and my dad looking at my mom, going. Why does he have a Raiders outfit? Oh, no. and she was like, John, his favorite player is Bo Jackson. He goes, I don't care because yeah, no. the Raiders and the Steelers oh, at that time had a no. really good rivalry, right? Oh, no, yeah. Who and I remember a Mark Malone jersey. Yeah, <laughs> where's his Louis Lips Riddell? Because we didn't do you know once once Bradshaw was gone, we had some lean years yeah. there at quarterback. L- Louis Mark Lips, Malone, number eighty three, I think eighty eight, eighty eight. Okay, it was Louis Lips. Um, Whew, yeah. yeah, good. Some yep. good classic, you know, uh, Merrill Hodge at running back, Barry yeah. Foster. Remember Foster. Barry Foster? Muffed kickoff. Yeah. Frisco. Yeah, oh, I remember good that. Good Lord. Uh, I mean, we had some talented guys, but we, you know, we'd make the wild card playoff or we'd win the division here and there, but yeah. we didn't do much until Neil O'Donnell came in. Right. Then he lost his Super Bowl against yeah. Dallas. Then we were really yeah, thin. He was on the take. Tommy yeah, the Gun Maddox. Yeah, he was yeah. on the take. Tom Zach, all those guys. Regardless, yeah. I remember we went to my, we'd go to my grandma's house for Christmas. And I, I wore my Bo Jackson outfit. Oh, no. And our entire family was like, what the hell John, is going on? on? What are you doing as parents? This yeah. is terrible. And Ben's in his Steelers outfit. Yeah. He's Ben's got like a pipe. Like, he's ready to go. Ben was, and you Ben's know. Ben's a couple years older than you, right? So yeah. he's just like, I'm the good I'm kid. I'm the good kid. I got well, it. And then here's Bo Jackson in the black and silver. Black sheep Joshy over here. So my dad said, we, I, I remember about a month or two later, I think it was February, he said, Josh, you know, I, I, I know you love Bo Jackson, but you can't wear the Raiders stuff in the house anymore. I mean, they were legit <laughs> talking yes. about it. I mean, I'm a four-year-old kid. Four-year-old kid. And that's when I realized, you know, this is, this, is, this is like Rudy when the friend asked if they could turn on the Purdue yeah. game, and the dad says, this is a Notre Dame household, yes. right? Yes. This is a Pittsburgh household. We watch the Pirates. We watch the 
Penguins, and we watch the Steelers. Wow. And on Sundays, the house stops, and we root for the Steelers. And that was that, man. By the time I turned five or six, yeah. I still loved Bo Jackson, but I hated the Raiders, hated right. any team that played against the you know the Steelers, Pirates, Penguins. And I was, I mean, dude, I, you know, the, thing, the, the things that molded my entire life, yeah. my childhood, all that boils down to Pittsburgh sports. Pittsburgh sports. Sid Bream sliding into home against the Ooh, Atlanta Braves yes, uh, when we played yes, the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta the last Braves. time. 91, the, yeah. 91, the last time the Pirates were even close to a World Series. Yeah. And we've been in the playoffs the last, you know, five years. Yeah, it's on been and a good whatever, team. They're never, already rebuilding. But yeah, the 91-92 Pirates, good team. I mean, Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, Andy you know, Slyke. Doug we, Drabeck. Doug, yeah, I was going to say, Doug Drabeck. Uh, Spanky the Volier. Yeah. Played. Chico Lean at second. Chico Lean. Junior Ortiz. Yeah, Junior Ortiz. Um, and I remember watching that game and my, my dad bawling as yeah, a man, yeah. crying. Yeah. My mom turning off the TV and just walking upstairs in silence. Me as a kid not sleeping that night. And I still think about, <laughs> you know, what in my life when you have a... T- I'm like, well, at least yeah. I wasn't... Yeah. You know, that, like that when I'm... And then, you know, my grandfather died two days after we lost to the Cowboys in the Super Bowl in 95. Oh, wow. Some of the worst times of my life. Oh. And then there's some there's victories, you know, when we yeah. won the Stanley Cup in 91, 92 in the back-to-back years with the Yager and Lemieux. Oh, good years, yes. Th- those are the things that you talk about with your friends that you always reminisce about that you can always bring yeah. up and you can argue and you see the Stanley Cup and you think about mullets and Lemieux. There, it, dude, it is ingrained in your thing. You never rooted for anybody else. <laughs> Anytime, my, anytime you met somebody from Pittsburgh and they're yeah. like, well, I like the Pirates, not really so much a Penguins fan or a Steeler fan. I was like, then Whoa. you're not, you're not from Pittsburgh. You're not from Pittsburgh. Sorry, do you, dude. Do you not like ketchup either? Yeah. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? It's uh... do you not like pierogies. <laughs> do you not like dirty, three dirty rivers where you could possibly get really bad salmonella? Come on. Legionnaire's disease flows through those rivers. Josh is crying really hard Sorry. at his grandfather's funeral. And they're like, is Joshy going to be okay? But you're like, Larry Allen wasn't even a good quarterback. <laughs> now he's going to get a big contract with the Raiders. He doesn't deserve it. Yancey Thickpen turns left. O'Donnell throws it to nobody. Josh is really broken up. Sorry, guys. No. Great. Yeah. I w- In a weird way, I wish. Yeah. Because like I don't follow college sports. And I think part of the reason is I didn't go to a big four-year university mm-hmm. where I could Get behind my team. Yeah, I see you. I see Ellis. I see see Riley talking about USC. I mean, he loves it, and I sometimes am jealous of that. Yeah. So I think you're okay. I think there's a lot of schools out there, though, a lot of four year schools that didn't have the sports, obviously that we did. Yeah. Where you know, I'd had friends from that went to school at say an Allegheny College, which has 1,200 kids. They would come up for football weekends Ooh, or big power, you know, big powerhouse in the D three. Yeah. Well, I, I grew yeah. up uh, in San Luis Obispo, Cal Poly, the Mustangs. Yeah. Uh, they they. You know, they had some players that, you know, we'd hear one. One's like a practice quarterback now in the NFL, like, right, you know, that right. kind of stuff. But we didn't have the the big-time school. It got bigger as time yeah. time went on. And then our head coach went on to be, like, the assistant cornerback's coach for the Patriots. So oh, it was there like, you go. Uh, it was like, oh, okay, good. Well, do you remember in uh, All the Right Moves when um – uh, Craig T. Nelson is the coach. Tom Cruise is the running back right. in a little town called Ampipe in Pennsylvania yeah. outside Pittsburgh. Even though that town doesn't exist, it's based on a town called Ambridge. Okay. Uh, and he gets Tom Cruise in that movie. He gets him a scholarship to Cal Poly. Really? Because he's going to go be the step he's going to be the head coach from this tiny oh, steel wow. town school to go to Cal, Cal Poly, Poly and coach and uh, coach. You want to come there to be an engineer? Yeah, come exa- to Cal Poly. That's the that that's it. Gonna be, he, there you go. Uh, engineering Stefan Georgievich is Tom Cruise's <laughs> name, and he wants to be an engineer, but also a football player. That's the it's place. The only to way go. out of Ampipe, Pennsylvania. Cal Poly slow Mustangs. Yeah. Did you happen to watch any of the Joe Paterno uh, documentary? I haven't watched it yet with Pacino. There, I got to catch up on that. Yeah, huh? that's, a, that's, a, tough. that's a tough one. Tough to take. Yeah. Dif- different conversation for yep. a different time. Yes, I guess 100%. we would say. Yeah. That's the sidelines where we take a look at sports.
sports and the sporting world and everything around it there. But, Josh, we have a segment we do here called Don't Judge Me. Don't Judge Me, Ken. Where you kind of confess something, but then ask, as you just said, don't judge me. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm just a man with simple taste sometimes, Ken. Yeah. Okay? I stopped watching Legion because I just don't get it. Okay. Okay? Don't judge me. I I don't get it. What have you done? What Um, have you done? Ken? Yeah. There was a little show a few years back. Mm. Somewhere around 2009 that exploded onto the scene, like Bo Jackson. Oh yeah, with the Kansas City Royals, Mm, two sports star. Was called a little show called Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, and the Jersey Shore captivated a nation, and especially a kid that that had been to Seaside Heights, New Jersey. (laughs) A kid that had spent summers on the Jersey Shore, maybe in a classier part of the Jersey Shore, Ken. Sure, but the Jersey Shore, nonetheless. All right, under the boardwalk, yeah. And it ran for five seasons. Five we were whole we were graced with people like Snooky and yes. the situation. Ronnie. Oh yeah. Vinny. Vinny. Jay Wow. Jay Wow's the other girl. Jay Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's the other one who nobody knows. And then and and of course there was the love connection between Sam and Ronnie. Ron. Right. Stop. Well, it went away. Right. It ended. Yeah. It ended. Yeah. Like all good things, they must come to an end. Or some things just end. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh they brought it back, Ken. Oh, no. MTV brought it We're bringing back. all the shows back. They brought... It's called Jersey Shore Family Reunion. Is it like a one-time event, or it's a... I believe it's a, it's a, it's a mini-series. A mini-series. Okay. I don't know if they're going to turn it in, but apparently the ratings were through the roof. I would imagine. And guess who watched it, Ken? I'm going to guess a little Joshua McCougar from did. Pittsburgh. He DVR'd it. Oh, saved it for Saved posterity. it for later. <laughs> And I got to tell you, Ken, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I can't wow. tell you how much I, I missed those people. Not because... Here's the thing. Yeah. It is so easy to make fun of. So, But there, there's something... I get that, yeah. It, it's, it's like watching that, crane tra- that, that train crash that, that yeah. just happens, right? Yeah. It's like watching your buddy go off a dirt jump when he was a kid on his BMX, knowing full no, well he was going to crash. Probably lose a right? tooth. Like watching your really drunk buddy take one more shot. You know, whatever's yeah. going to happen next, it's not going to be good. Right. And that's what the Jersey Shore people did. They were away for a while. We haven't seen them for a while. Uh-huh. One's going to go to jail for tax evasion. But the judge... <laughs> Is she on? Yeah. The, the judge said, you know what? Go to Miami with your friends one more time. One more time one before more time you go. To- <laughs> before you go. He pled guilty. He's going to see a little bit of jail time. He, he tried to tax evade. Is that, is that the tax, word? Ev- I think evade? tax evade, but tax evade. Uh, tax evade. Sounds very like it's an elf in uh, <laughs> Hashtag it, tax Lord evasion. of the world. Yeah. Evade is here <laughs> to save us in our hour of need. He is Lord of Age of the Tax. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's like a valley. Oh, be careful wandering through the tax, for Lord of Age dwells there. Years ago, there was an alliance between men and of Age. We are here to honor that allegiance. Yes. Yes. That's so, it. So... The one, the one girl who came on in season two, who nobody really liked, was really annoying, got so much plastic surgery, and she lives in like a shanty in New Jersey. The rest of them are super rich. Pauly D, he's a DJ in Vegas. He makes millions yeah, of dollars right? a year. Vinny lives in a mansion in Staten Island. Obviously, he couldn't go far from his mom. Uh, Ronnie <laughs> lives in a mansion in Vegas as well. I don't know why Ronnie's in Vegas. I'm guessing he's a there's, club promoter there's or something now. There's definitely a connection between Jersey, Jersey Shore and Vegas. And Vegas. Yeah, that's why there's a direct flight from Pittsburgh to Las Vegas, Ken. <laughs> the, that, east, that part of the East Coast loves it. Right. Jer- Pittsburgh loves the Jersey Shore and they love Las Vegas. Right. Uh, Jay Wow, huge house, married to the guy that she met at the Jersey Shore, a couple mm-hmm. kids. Snooki got her entire face redone. Her and, J- and yep. Jay Wow, all the girls, so much plastic surgery, we wouldn't remember them. Really? The, the tragedy, though, Ken? Yeah. 
is that Sam did not come to the family reunion. What? Sammy, Sammy, sweetheart, did not want to see Ron. She didn't want to go through the drama. Didn't want to she do wanted it. to do it anymore. Sammy is done. Sam. This is like when enough. Dennis Lawson, the actor who played uh, Wedge in Star Wars, didn't want to come back for Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that, I don't Sammy? Know. I don't know. Just too much, huh? Just, it might have been too much. To, to, it, her and Ron were together for a long time after the show, and they never got married. They never had a kid. It was one of those good yep. love affairs. And, then, and once you go back, like they say in, uh, in Glory Days. Mm-hmm. Glory Days. In the wink of the young girl's eye, Glory right. Days. You know, you can't go back, can Yeah. And, uh, no, is that the song? Once yeah. you're gone, you can never know. go. I think Avish once said, uh, <laughs> you mean Avaj? Avaj once said, you can never return to the land that you are from. <laughs> we are here to never go back. That was it. The heart was broken and the heart can never be mended. But Ken, don't judge me. It's okay. entertaining. I'm not going to The situation judge used to be ripped, but all this legal trouble yeah. has given, he's put on some weight. I, he doesn't have yeah. the abs anymore. Yeah. It's a shame. <sighs> Ab off. No more. Polly D's hair is still vertical. That's good. You know? You know what? I Here I am. I've heard your case. I've heard your plea. And I will not judge you, Josh. Thanks, and I don't think anyone listening should judge okay. you. Because uh, let me tell you, man, we all, in the course of our lives, need to just turn off our brains, turn on the TV, and yeah. just veg out. Sometimes. All right? That's what the CW is for. Yeah. If, uh, the, I know they brought back the show Trading Spaces with Paige Davis. That was yeah. one of my favorite shows. Okay. Could turn off my mind and just watch it and float downstream. Correct. So, uh, you know, if I got to go to a, a Trading Spaces live event... I wouldn't want you to judge yes. me, and I'm not going to judge you for your Jersey Shore family reunion. Yes. I'm yep. sure people out there, though, might judge you, and that's okay. Yeah. We'll let them there. Yeah. Don't judge, Josh. Don't judge, Josh. Thanks, you know, Josh, every now and then we need some wisdom. We do. And you and I are fans of two of the all-time great movies, and, and from those movies we pull wisdom. So from time to time here in the show, you're going to give us the wisdom of Bad Boys 2. Yep. Greatest sequel ever made. Yeah, and I'm going to give you the wisdom from Young Guns 2. One of the greatest sequels ever made. That's right. So here's the wisdom from Young Guns 2 that we're going to talk about today. The name is Henry William French. Alan Ruck played this character in Young Guns 2, a farmer taken advantage of by Mr. Chisholm, <laughs> played by James Coburn. And he, he doesn't know what to do, so he turns to the former renegades. He turns to these outlaws, Billy the Kid, Doc Skurlock, taken from New York, pressed back into this action. And they go face down, Mr. Chisholm. And he's tough. It's James Coburn. You think you 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 think you're New Mexico? Well, by God, I am New Mexico. And they're having this standoff, right? And then it's Henry William French who speaks up at Alan Ruck's broken little nervous voice. Mr. Chisholm, you took from my farm, Mr. Chisholm. You took from a lot of people's farms, Mr. Chisholm. And he's part of the gang. Mr. Mr. Chisholm, you're not taking my cows no more. And Henry William French, he wants a nickname. Because, you know, you got, you got Chavez E. Chavez, yeah. and I, I, I dare say Doc isn't uh, his Christian given name, <laughs> Josiah Doc Skirla, and Billy the Kid, yeah. William H. Bonnie. And so the whole movie, he wants to be part of this. He wants this. He wants this. And then when things go wrong at the end of the movie, the end, uh, things are falling apart, Billy the Kid, brokenhearted by some of the losses, maybe the mistakes he's made, turns to Henry William French and says, Buckshot George, Buckshot George, that's your name. You want a name? That's your name. And Henry William French, who's gone on this journey, who has learned, who wanted to be something he's not, is now at this point, he looks at Billy Kidd and says, my name is Henry William French. Billy Kidd says, that's a good name, too, and goes on off. And the lesson, the wisdom of Young Guns 2. Give it to me, Ken. In this particular segment and instance uh, here, Josh, is to be who you are. Yeah. 
Get behind a cause you believe in. Henry William French did, but you don't need to be buckshot, George. You need to be who you were born to be. That is the lesson, one of many in Young Guns too. You can be a pit boss. That's but right. But at the end of the day, you're Ken Knapsack. Right. You could be the wild man. Correct. But who is Josh McCuga? Correct. That is the value. True path of a true identity. Right. I think we learned that from Gary Shandling as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So that is the wisdom of Young Guns too. I appreciate it, Ken. And as we wrap up the show, Josh, we're going to look ahead to the listeners' weeks, and we're going to let them know maybe what to expect. It's the closing segment we like to call Your Week Ahead. It's the week ahead. The week ahead. We need like someone to sing that yeah. song. It's your week ahead. Where's Adele when you need it? Yeah, Adele. <laughs> hey, Adele, like, come on in. I like Adele, you know? Dan I Wilson. said fire. Dan Wilson wrote uh, her big rain. hit there, former semi-sonic lead singer. There. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Dan Wilson. Dan Wilson wrote Dude, the... Dude, I love uh, semi-sonic. Semi-sonic was great. Shoot. Minnesota band, big in my radio days. Yeah. Here. We're going to look at your week ahead based on some of the week now. Maybe prepare for the week. We'll look at a horoscope and tell you what's going on. But because of the news of this week, Josh, yeah. Facebook kind of going under maybe, you know, whether or not that happens, we'll see. But your information is just all out there. Uh, we kind of look ahead to the week, and maybe, maybe you have to be aware of something that MySpace did to your life. You might be surprised where your information ends up, and your thoughts about going to a restaurant will suddenly appear on screen. Yeah. We want you to be ready for that. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. We want you to know. You want to you look at some uh, horoscopes? Yeah, let's do a horoscope. What, what's, uh, when's I'm your, Aquarius. You're Aquarius. Yeah. This is the dawning of the <laughs> age of Aquarius. Another thing they mentioned in that Shandling documentary. Yeah. He was big enough. I can't recommend that documentary high enough. If you're talking about a week ahead, oh, absolutely. Spend your spend your week with some spend your week with some documentaries. Spend, a week ahead, absolutely. Ken. Spend your time the uh, the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. It's two Zen? parts. It's almost five hours almost of a documentary. It's fantastic. Yourself. It's a it's an emotional roller coaster. And then go for. It. I haven't had a chance to take it in yet, but you have the the documentary Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. HBO. Spend your week ahead checking out the Andre the Giant documentary. Ken. Yeah. I I cried like a baby really? at the end really? of it. And you know me. I'm not a huge pro wrestling fan. No, you're not. I know nothing about it. I just thought that Andre the Giant fought yeah. H- Hulk Hogan every yeah. week on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I didn't even know. Okay? I knew nothing about it other than not the fact quite, that, yes. that they fought in a WrestleMania. Yeah. And, and uh, they showed that match. And they talk all about it. And, you know, Andre the Giant was such... He was a gentle giant. He literally was. Yeah. And they interview everybody from Rob Reiner, Billy Crystal, to Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon. Love it, it is... Robin Wright it, it Penn, is, yeah. Oh, they interviewed Robin Wright wow. Penn. Ken, it is the most loving, most touching, I'm telling you, emotional documentaries I've ever watched. Wow. I've ever watched. Gonna, that's going to be my weekend because yeah. I've, I've been waiting for it and I just couldn't watch it Dude. the first night it came out. Man. I got Aquarius up here, okay, right? Pull it up. So it says here, tending to paperwork could take up much of your time today, oh, Aquarius. A lot could be right in your careful planning and projection. So you're probably taking it very seriously. Nonetheless, don't be intimidated. Trust your instincts. You know what you're doing. Be very thorough. Be very thorough. Check everything over carefully, and then put your plan into action and wait for it to bear fruit. I like that. Okay, so I got to be planning some stuff. You got to be. I planning feel like I've been planning a lot of things. We've been, we've this been, week, some planning's been going some, down. Yeah, we've been. We, okay. we had a nice planning breakfast. Yes. Some planning texts. Yes. Some planning emails. Oh yeah. Is my week ahead full of plans, Ken? Or those plans coming to fruition? I like that. I like it. I feel like that. You know, horoscopes are basically long-winded fortune cookies. Yes. Right? And fortune cookies anymore are basically just words of advice. They're like, hey, be good to people. <laughs> There's not even a fortune <laughs> Here's anymore. Here's your it's winning like, numbers. Yeah, you'll come into money. I always used to like that yeah. one. Or it's like, you're, you're going to do great things. I'm like, yeah, I am. Right. Hell yeah, I'm going to do great things. No, right. now you just get like, hey, way to go and finish that General So's chicken. 
You ready for uh, you ready what for you, mine? What's yours? What are you? I ju- I'm an Aries. Okay. I'm on the cusp, but I'm an Aries. Okay, April 19th. Got it, got it. So I just read this. My birthday's coming up. Yeah, it is. I'm freaked out at how accurate this is. Oh, no. You've been juggling career, romance, and creative interests for the past year. Aries. I love how that addresses yeah, yeah. Aries. Aries. Aquarius. <laughs> this is apt to continue. However, you could find yourself building a new career involving writing or speaking, and perhaps in addition to your current career. You're also apt to develop a vigorous interest in improving your health. You can make a powerful effort to change your diet and exercise habits. Good luck with it all. Okay, all right, did so you write is, your own horoscope? I, I almost think I did because, as you know, I've been trying to improve my health. Yes. Through an, not like in the past where I've worked out and I've got a bicep injury. I was going to say. It, but I've been cooking, but all that kind of stuff. So that's okay. apt. Yeah. Juggling career. Mo- but the, you know what I've been doing this last week other than planning some career stuff with you? What's that? I've been uh, researching how to become... A corporate self-help type of speaker. I like that. Uh, not like Tony Robbins. No, of course no, not. Get that out of yeah. there. But like, um, you know, I officiated your wedding and yeah. I spoke pretty well. Fantastic. Pulled some People still talk through. about it. Right? They I, put up a billboard for you in Pittsburgh. You need a absolutely. wedding officiant? There's yeah, Ken there's Napsack. The guy. He's a yeah. Dolphins he'll, fan. Don't judge him. He'll talk about weddings with you. Yeah. There's more Chicago. Yeah. I apologize. That's all right. Uh, and I've been... So I've been having to write some talking stories about and speeches. Yeah. That's kind of freaking me out. It's really good. I'm scared right now. I know. Maybe we should read our horoscopes we more. We should maybe do this. <laughs> Look, I believe in the Lord and baby Jesus. Yeah. I don't know about the horoscopes, but it's always a little weird. It is, right? It's always a little weird. I knew this guy in New York that used to talk to me. He's like, have you ever had your star map done or your or your mappage or what your universal Evish? thing? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done your evage? Evish? Have you ever evaged? I'll get the name right. Yeah. Evish. <laughs> evage? He had Evish. four sons. Evish, Evash, <laughs> Evosh, and Evage. That's not, a, that's not inaccurate. <laughs> yes. And a Prince daughter. Evish. And a daughter, Betty. <laughs> She was the least liked of all five children, <laughs> but fun. eventually became the leader Ooh. of Ivage. Wow. So I think you and I, would just... Solid. Our, our week ahead is ready. Solid. Our week, week ahead, ahead is ready. You listen out there, I hope your week ahead is ready. And I hope you enjoy what's going on here with the afternoons with Josh and Ken. Uh, why is it called the afternoons? Because who doesn't love a good, lazy afternoon hanging mm-hmm. out with friends? Just e- talking. Even if you listen to the show in the morning or the evenings, doesn't matter. It's always the afternoons in our heart, Josh. Uh-huh. So that's it for this week. You can follow Josh at Josh McGuga, me at Cat Napsack, and we'll see you next time here on the Afternoons with Josh and Cat. <laughs>